if my words or what I write or what I do inspires one person or 100, but even if that one person's myself, then it's worth it to share it. This is the Longest Stride Podcast. Join us as we connect the boroughs of the GTA running community one stride at a time. I'm Jonathan. I'm Dre, and this is The Longest Stride. All right, so, uh, you know, I think we'll we'll probably start talking about what we did on the weekend, but I don't really remember much about the weekend. Yeah. Actually, the truth is, it's June 29th that we're recording this, so yeah. by the time this drops, I yeah. don't know. Something Anything might happen. Change. Yeah, so it, it, right. something might pass, yeah. We could yeah. be phase three, no more coronavirus. Oh, I don't have to talk right. about that. Today, we're not going to talk about coronavirus at all. <laughs> it's all good vibes. It's all going to be like what's coming up kind of thing. Something to look forward to. And we'll keep it positive, right? I love it. Let's do it. All right. So why don't we, uh, why don't we get our guest in? So um, really excited uh, to introduce everybody to, uh, to Brennan Carpenter. Uh, Brennan, for I guess for anyone who doesn't know Brennan, I think that's probably like three people in Canada. Uh, Brennan's been on this really awesome uh pretty inspirational weight loss journey so uh i think uh, i just looked at his instagram before and i looked like uh he dropped 185 pounds in this in the process which is Impressive. absolutely remarkable yeah it's mm-hmm. it's amazing um but just some of the things he's accomplishing at time it's not just kind of the weight loss journey and stuff like that uh you know just the other things that he's accomplished we'll, we'll talk about that we'll talk about kind of his connection to the toronto running community what he's doing um, we'll talk about his uh, Shred Shed, which he is uh, the owner and operator of the Peterborough Shred Shed, which is something we'll get into. Uh, and then his out of control TikTok following. So we'll, uh, we'll get in that too. But uh, quite an inspirational guest. Really happy to have him. And uh, without further ado, Brendan, welcome. Thanks for having me on, fellas. What's going on? Chilling. You know, um, just happy to have you on the program. I think ultimately, um, you'll be able to then have a mic right here right now to kind of like who's brendan you know like that's it that the thing we want to get out of this not just us talking just from your perspective and hey ramble on if you feel like because there's no limit yeah i mean i think the only way this is going to be successful is if dre and i aren't talking so uh please Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go for it. I, I could, I could, you know, uh, I, my most interesting bit is asking, um, what, what, what was, what was it before running? What was life like before? Because everyone has their own little story. Everyone wants to do their own little actually approach to what that is. And it might change for you. Like, what was it like before you started running? Yeah. So, uh, I don't, life was definitely a lot different before running. Um, growing up, I was always. Uh, always pretty into physical activity. I played hockey, lacrosse, okay. baseball, all those types of sports. But for some reason, uh, my eating had got out of control and I gained a bunch of weight and it was, it was steady growing up. So I was always a bit of a bigger child. And then around 18, 19, I kind of peaked and that's when I got to my biggest and uh, I was on an airplane flying mm-hmm. with my parents down to Florida and the seatbelt didn't fit. And that's right. when, mm-hmm. um, 
kind of all festered and I knew I had to kind of make a change. And uh, the only way I got into that seat was they gave me a seatbelt extender. So um, when I got back from there, I was embarrassed, but Mm -hmm. I'm kind of glad that it happened. Um, But I came back and then another incident happened, which I got kicked off a ride at Canada's Wonderland for being too big. And it was on a school trip. And then, so that's when I was like, yeah, this needs to change. And so mm-hmm. I finally got into the gym and started working out and I had lost a bit of weight. And I, that's when I met my ex-girlfriend and she was into running mm-hmm. and, uh, I was against it at first. Like I was like, this is hard. I don't want to do this. So mm-hmm. I kind of stayed away and then I hit a plateau for two years and that's when she was training for a half marathon. And I figured, why not try something different? And I got into running and I could barely run like even 100 meters at the start. But I started doing the run walk and mm-hmm. kind of grew from there. And by chance, I won a radio contest. <laughs> <laughs> and it was about a month away from the half marathon in my hometown. And I was like, this might be a death wish, but I'm going to do it anyways. So I started training that over the next month. And I said, once I finish this, I don't think I'll ever run again. And I crossed the finish line and the runner's high was real. And I've been here ever since. And it's been quite the journey. My goodness. Okay. But can I just say right off the bat, like right off the bat, like that's so impressive for you to like, regardless of uh, what you've experienced there, but just, you know, switch like, Hey, I don't want to do this anymore. That's the, like that, that mental part that, that, that you just flip the switch and just kind of like, Hey, I'm doing this now. That's impressive. That's impressive. The whole time I'm thinking, is mm-hmm. anyone going to hear my keyboard? Cause I'm just notes, 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 <laughs> notes, yeah. notes. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's true. And, and so, that, yeah, that's awesome. I think ultimately we all want to get that story to like get that next new runner, their motivation. That's what this is all about too, right? Yeah. And no, it's definitely been quite the journey and one I wouldn't change for anything. That's for sure. Wow. That's amazing. So were you running, like when you were active playing hockey and stuff, did you run at all? Like, No. So like when I played on the high school soccer team in grade nine Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you had to be on the cross country team. So I was the goalie Mm -hmm. and uh, you had to be on the cross country team. So I would go to the races and pull out all the, every single time just so I could have a day off school. What? <laughs> and like I've, yeah, I never raced a cross-country race in my life, well, even though I was though. on the team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Strategy, yeah, strategies. Yeah. yeah. So, so, Brandon, was like the weight something you struggled with even while you were active? Or, is, or did you oh, yeah, not, yeah. you weren't active for a while? Yeah. and then? No, okay. the weight was always something I struggled with. And, like, opposing teams and coaches noticed that growing up, like, I remember one coach yelling at me like from his bench saying that they shouldn't uh they should be able to score on this fat kid in net or I had no. like wow. yeah and I like I had a dad yell at me in the stands and it was yeah, like not cool at all and no. then I'm sure at the time it might have not seemed as significant you were just like whatever man but yeah. now it's kind of like hey he's not supposed to do that or you know uh it's that, that same shaming but because uh you know, you were just going through it at a time. Yeah, exactly. Um, like that's a grown adult. Like yeah. you should know better than. But again, to pick... too. Go ahead. Yeah, no. Like he should know better than to pick on 
what I was, what was I in high school at the time? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, high school is mean. Gross. Yeah, yeah. That's not yeah. cool at all. Yeah, no. it's a cool. What about like, you know what? Let's get on a lighter note because yeah, you, yeah. you've done on that, that, that you've taken on this and then done that journey. And there was a time when um, you were like, I'm a runner now. What was that time when you start like looking at shoes? Like you're like, I'm a runner now. That, that we want to get over this hump now where we like, you realize like I'm a runner when someone's like, hey, he's a runner. Like that, that's the time I wanted. What will you feel then? I don't think I felt like I was a runner until I did that half marathon uh, that I won on the radio. Yes. And when I crossed that finish line, I was like, yeah, I, th- I think I'm a runner. Like yes. the, the whole time throughout the race, I'm like, I'm never doing this again. I'm never doing this again. And then yes. got to the finish line. I'm like, yeah, I'm a runner. And well, I, how, long, how long were you running up until that point though? Uh, I think uh, it had been like, a year but i hadn't gone very far like mm-hmm. i think eight kilometers was maybe the most i had done and you ran eight kilometers and then you ran a half marathon, marathon. yeah yeah See? <laughs> you're an athlete like that's an athlete like mentality yeah because... was that was that your coach i'm just curious at the time no i was you're checking your notes right now you're like uh, uh, yeah, you, you're probably were coaching him. Yeah, you were coaching him for real. You were coaching him. That's all. <laughs> oh my way. god! No, I didn't even like know that there was a running club in town at the time. So I just like when I won it, I went on the internet right away and just found like a little plan, and oh, oh, that's yeah. what I went with. Oh, you did that. Oh, you did that. That's like that's that's like grown up because uh, <laughs> I think ultimately I was meant to ask you just now if um, your ex girlfriend coached you or she was just like, hey, I'll run and you run too as well. Because that's that's another phobia someone who's starting out would have is they need this massive plan or need someone to be behind them kind of thing. So tell us about the plan itself and how you just you know found one online and followed it. Yeah, so I was well when I heard my name on the radio and I heard that I want to. I was sitting at work, and so that's I'm like, oh my god! So yeah. I just like instantly typed on the computer like half marathon plan in one month. Oh man, I love that. Write a whistle. Yeah. Write a whistle. And like, I can't really remember what the plan actually was, but I I think I was just like literally trying to go one time long throughout the week. And like, there was no speed work involved. I was running as hard as I could pretty much every single day. So, like, so this plan you found. Like, was there a second page after the 8K? Or, like, what happened here? Because I'm, I'm really curious about this 8 kilometers. Like, how, well, how did the you... first 8 kilometers? Like, that was, that was just me by myself. Like, I had no idea what I was doing then. I was, oh, mm-hmm. then you got a plan. Got yeah. Gotcha. Got got it. It. Okay, got and it. And this was just a free plan online. Like, mm-hmm. who knows if it was even any good. Yeah, no, it doesn't take you away from it. You just got no. to, 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 to go out and actually... People who run now um, actively can't follow a plan. In fact, he did that. <laughs> you know, uh, that, that speaks volume. I, I ran my first uh, four 10Ks and my first half marathon with a plan I downloaded. How, really? Like how wow. hicked in, how oh, yeah. hicked in, like novice mm-hmm. or something, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, here's one you can run three days a week or four days. I'm like, that's, mm-hmm. that's a lot. But yeah, sure, that's cool. <laughs> uh, and, and that's it, like. For me, like that's all I really needed at the time, and I think for a lot of people, mm-hmm. honestly, it's kind of all you need to get started. I mean, I'm sure the coaches out there hate me for saying that, but yeah, no, not like, if, you're, if you're intimidated, right? Like, and you're not thinking, well, what do I need? What do I need? Yes. Well, yes. not that much, right? No, that's, like, no, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, and no knock on coaches. I, I, I think what we all get into is um, because I don't want to um, embarrass myself by not being ready, I want to make sure I do it by myself. So if I fail, I, I'm only accountable to myself. So I, yeah. I think yeah. that's that, that bit of it where you did just your own 8K to see where you're at and you had nothing to do with anyone else. And yeah. that's, that's the part about running that a lot of people don't um, kind of uh, articulate. It's like, it's for them. It's not for everyone else. And then you get into cruise and it's for everyone else. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, mind you, I have a coach now who's probably going to listen to this and be like, what, that's fine. What did, you, what did you say? But you know what? You get to a certain point where that. That you do need it. Yeah. 100%. So, I mean, yeah. and, and this isn't a podcast about coaching. It's a podcast no. about what you did to start off, right? Yeah. So, no, so yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. so, I mean, so the first half, how did it go? It actually went really well. Um, I didn't have a running watch, so I didn't know what? my pacing. I had, wow. no, I don't, I think I had Cliff shot blocks, and that was the first day I was taking them. And so I, like, I know nothing new on race day now, but <laughs> I, was out, I was out there just chewing them. I like, I couldn't even breathe taking them, <laughs> and I didn't drink any water the whole time out there. And I just pretty much ran on adrenaline, and I. Finished in one thirty four fifty eight, which was your first half. <laughs> yeah, that made no sense, man. I think no, that's wrong. fourteen minutes faster than my first half. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I'm one fifty two. It's amazing. Yeah, let's, let's get the name of this race. It's a ten k. Come on, like, yeah. Wait, no, Dre. Here's the here's the best part because I yeah. know the answer to this. And mm. uh, how'd you place, Brendan? I uh, like thirty second, I think. Yeah, and. And I think I was third in my age group. Oh, just third. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. Uh, my first yeah. half. And then I don't, yeah. really, I don't really run. I, uh, I don't even need a coach. Like, come on. That's, yeah. So uh, you think you're not a runner? Like, come on, bro. Like, I know. You know, give us that little bit. Um, yeah, it's funny to look back and that I thought that. Mm-hmm. And could ma- I imagine what you could do now. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely showed that right before uh, Chile or at Chile. At Chile, okay. Yeah. So you did, you did tear up Chile too. That that just happened. When was Chile again? April. That's when Chile was. Um, uh, yeah, start of yeah, March. Yeah, right March, before COVID. Right. Cold time. Cold time. It was very cold. Yes. <laughs> uh, I was there pacing someone too as well. Okay, cool. So again, we talk about running. We talk about how you got into it, and just by just doing it solo and kind of your own. So. Um, let me ask about uh, just a little bit of the mental space. Were you um, more confident? Because that's another bit that um, we may not talk about. Was I more confident when? Uh, it, when it, I... It, like, so now you finished the half. Yep. Now what was the next move? Were you confident to be more of a runner now? Or this was your new lifestyle? Or, you know, you just went back into a love? Because you did say you plateau at one point. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I kind of stopped training for a bit after that. And then I got back into it over the summer. And I signed up for the Scotiabank half. Mm-hmm. So that was oh, my yeah. second one. And I kind I went backwards like because mm-hmm. I didn't have... That, you didn't like, have a form- crew. Yeah, I didn't have that formal training plan. Mm. And uh, I thought I could just wing it again. And I think I ran like a 138. Oh. That's winging it. That's winging it. Yeah, like when I, when I saw that time, I was mm. so yeah. disappointed. And wow. yeah. looking back, like I didn't even post it on like uh, right. Instagram at the time. Yeah. I was like, 
people are going to be like people are going to like think I'm a failure for this. Mm. And then looking back, it's just like, that was yeah. so silly. Like I get that. No, I yeah. get that. And you know what? The people listening right now, like seriously, like I can train my entire life and never hit that. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. like, it's your personal goal, right? It's yeah. something you work towards. And mm-hmm. I'm sure your training for the second one probably is a little bit different than the first one. Mm-hmm. You're more prepared. You knew what you were, what mm-hmm. you were doing. So, so, you know, it, it hurts, but like, Mm-hmm. You know, they say about journeys, they're never linear, right? So, no, like, that's, exactly. that's what, it, what it takes to, to learn, right? So, yeah. Nice. And that, and going backwards is eventually what pushed me to join a running club. Oh. Um, mm. Yeah. And that's when I finally got that formal training with a coach and meeting up with a crew of people every week and just yeah, something. Because initially you didn't, um, you didn't have a, an idea on what a good time was, I guess. You were just no. like, I'm going to hit this number and, I'm, and it's all up to me. So you're pretty hard on yourself, I guess, then, eh? Um, yeah. So you didn't spend time looking that up online. Um, again, we don't even have to ask you why running because evidently it was because you were influenced by your ex-girlfriend to then get into running and not just lifting weights, right? Because yep. you said you lost a little bit, but not not a lot. Um, but, you know, again, to get off the, the fact that you just lost weight kind of thing, um, where else in your life that this helped, like running in general, where else in your life that it helped, not just, um, you know, PBs? Yeah, uh, like in life, it actually like it like really helped me find like the crew of people that like I needed to be with. Like, mm. um, I didn't think I was gonna fit in like I did, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. once I got there, like the people were so welcoming, and like it was like I'd been friends with them all my life. And That's awesome. love that. Yeah, and like there was. Uh, two or three guys especially that brought me in under their wing and now I call them my running dads and like yeah they've taught me so much about the sport and just like in general um like anything in life and so it's been nice to have them to lean on and besides that like running has just been such a good Mm -hmm. thing for my mental health just some days when you're not feeling yourself you go out for that run and go clear your mind think and you've can solve a lot of life's problems while you're out there it all mm-hmm. de- it all all depends on if you remember them when you get home because i seem to forget <laughs> no 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 absolutely i get it. it it's interesting right so running like running in, in the beginning you know there's uh, first of all you start off you, you try to avoid it right i mean i think yep. like, a lot of people you know it's usually oh, i ran because i had to or something now it's it's kind of transformational right so you know you, you see what you're accomplishing now and do you still look back and think about, well, I better keep running because of the weight or now is running taking on a whole new meeting for you? And it's like goals and, and community and just friends and accomplishments, um, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It's a, it's a mixture of everything really. Um, like I did in the past think like that I had to run more to keep the weight off, but then I kind of overcame that and just knew that, running was just good for my health in general and I didn't have to run off like that extra piece of cake that I had. Um, you don't have to earn your food. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, um, for now I just kind of like I was, I then did get into this, like everything has to be PRs and PBs and yes, it's easy to get into that trap. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that kind of gave me uh, performance anxiety and, like, comparing myself to others. But then I just kind of 
went back to realize why I started and it was for me. And so just now I, fun. yeah. So I, now I kind of just try to use that to help others and try to get them into the sport and um, inspire them to get out and create their own journey and have fun with it. Although we will say your your times, your five Ks, ten Ks are ridiculous. They're amazing. Yeah, right. yeah, we're just, not going to talk. We're not going to talk about them because yeah, they're probably facet of mine. But still. yeah, <laughs> right, we don't we, yeah. we don't we don't we don't want to give you too much shine, you know? Yeah, because no, we're, not, like, we're not comparing, right? Let's no. not compare. Yeah. Like, yeah, I won't be able to walk through my door after this. No, but I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm also happy you said that too because there are runners now, or people are inspired to be runners. And they're, they're, they worry about what people think of them on For Strava sure. and what they look like PB-wise. You know, we get caught into that too as well. Oh, big where time. we're like, hey, um, shoot, I have to get my average down so it looks good like it's a 430 because I just went out for a 5K. So you're saying you flip it back to where you're just enjoying it like we did initially, right? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm happy you said that because there are people facing that now where they, they have to make an excuse on Strava why they weren't running. Oh, it's, it's just my shakeout run or my tight glutes. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think um, if you have any like smidget of advice apart from what you just mentioned about how to just um, trick yourself into like, hey, I just enjoy this now again. Um, I'm trying to think back at what I did. It was after Chile last year. Mm-hmm. where I was super disappointed in myself. Time again, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a, the time again. But mm-hmm. it was after that, I realized, like, it wasn't about the time. It was, like, mm-hmm. the time I spent with my friends that day. Like, I spent yes. time with Jonathan there. And yes. um, I came back on the bus with my team. And, like, it was just, like, I'm that's in so... the, like, I'm not going to the Olympics. Like, yeah, that's I'm so not awesome. making money yeah. here. Yeah. Like. I love that because yeah. I met you through Jonathan, right? Just based on another race where we're going to run for fun. <laughs> and yeah, yeah I, I love that. Because, like, uh, you know, people do struggle with that. And, you know, just part of what we uh, obviously want you to give it a microphone is just kind of like if I'm a new runner and I could relate with part of what you mentioned or said, it might motivate me into the right direction to just like enjoy it. Yeah. Um, like for me, like just go out and have fun with it. Like, like we're not out here to like take down world records or maybe Jonathan jazz with his watch on yes, like, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I did break Britney Spears 100 meter record oh right yeah, yeah come on yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. somebody give her bad advice there oh my god that was that was too funny I think I ran a 5.69 that day <laughs> just to make her look bad yeah <laughs> yeah and um there is um you know we talk about maintenance and just like no you just enjoy it not worry about weight and stuff like that um this i don't have no idea about this but like um jonathan was just keen me in on the the shred shit like oh, yeah. Me, me oh yeah all about that yeah so uh once my gym shut down here and my ex-girlfriend had moved out there was a big empty space in the basement and it was painted pink, and I didn't know what to do with it. So mm-hmm. I figured I'd put a poll out on Instagram and ask people what I should name my new gym. And there was a lot of interesting replies mm-hmm. that I sh- won't name on here. Yeah, no, but, you, 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 you characters. But yeah, so uh, 
came up uh, one of the best ones was Shred Shed. So I painted it on the wall and put my bibs all around it just so I could stay motivated throughout this pandemic. And it's been great down there. And I've just been sharing my workouts online just because I know that Mm -hmm. people are kind of struggling and there's really no right way to feel right now. So any little inspiration helps. So as long as I can do that, I figured might as well have a little fun with it and yeah, you made it your own, man. Guys, love the yeah. name. Yeah, I love yeah. the name. Oh, I, yeah. I know you talked about this before, um, Brendan, but you know, what, like, how do you feel about sharing, you know, on social media, and how do you feel about, you know, sharing a journey because you do, right? Like, it's, yes. and we joked about TikTok earlier, but your TikTok videos are 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 amazing. I, I'm I just that. I'm just saying this as a big fan, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, but the, it's 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 the inspiration, but it's, you know, kind of it's not only that. You kind of walk people through like what you're doing in the shred shed. It's not just like, "Hey, here's a cute picture of me in front of the shred shed." It's like, mm-hmm. "This is the workout I'm doing. This is how I'm staying fit." This etc cetera, etc cetera. so how does that all um that sounded like your tiktok going off right yeah, now so, <laughs> so so how do you like how do you feel about um about the sharing and stuff like that has it been positive has it been do you feel like you're helping people anyone giving you feedback yeah no i uh i really like sharing and being open online because like for me like you're not always gonna have great moments and that's what a lot of people just see online Mm-hmm. So I like sharing my moments, like my vulnerable mm-hmm. moments, because um, I know that you grow through what you go through. And uh, sorry, I'm getting a phone call there. No, but no, uh, um, but for me, I have always said that if my words or what I write or what I do inspires one person or 100, but mm-hmm. even if that one person's myself, then it's worth it to share it. So I kind of just always have like not always but like over the past yeah past years I've kind of came into my own and just started sharing what I've gone through and what I am going through just because I know that it does and can help people yeah I'm happy you did that because this is where it comes right back around to why we're talking to you because we wouldn't have understood or knew uh, knew off your journey without you know scrolling through your feed or connecting Mm -hmm. online because um the, the fact that you're sharing your story and you're putting yourself out there and making yourself vulnerable, it's the opposite of what someone that wants to be athletic and look tough and, you know, yep. uh, be fast, yep. put out, because, you know, they may not show the days when they miss that that hurdle or yep. when they trip or when they fall. But for you to just put that out there and still be cool with it, like, you yep. don't know how much you're helping others innately just by this simple gesture you know some some might might say it's just for attention but it, yep. it the, the right people that should be watching are watching so yeah. I, I i congrat you and i congratulate you and i want you to be able to still push uh do more of that please do more i appreciate of that. that yeah because um we're, we're here to watch you know what i mean yeah um yeah. yeah we need to be distracted i'll tell you that right now it's funny mm-hmm. yeah it's funny that you say that uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The right people are always watching because uh, mm-hmm. I've said that quite a few times. And, like, mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that you had that already. So he's like, you have everything you need. You don't even need us because you're PB. <laughs> you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think ultimately um, it's like an all around wholesome story and it continues to this day. And I'm happy to have met you. And I think ultimately um, to this plus more that's going to come up um, further down, just like we want to see you uh, be part of our journey as well, too. 
yeah, I'm super happy that I met you guys for like the running community. Like it's, it's definitely one of the most supportive communities I've ever been involved in. And it doesn't even have to be just in your hometown. Like mm-hmm. through Instagram, you meet so many amazing people. And like, like last year I went to Chicago for the marathon and oh. it was like, you just meet up with so many people that you've talked to online. Yes. And it's just like, like so wow. cool. Yeah. 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 In real life kind of scenario. Yeah, Chicago is pretty epic when it comes to that type of stuff. Um, yes. Because it's so close to Toronto, I guess. There's a lot of people you bump into. Um, yeah. You did say just outside of town and stuff like that. So, we, you know, uh, this podcast stems from um, Runners Up to Six. You know, uh, it's just a name. So us reaching out farther out in Peterborough and stuff like that is to get the boroughs together to kind of uh, get a consensus because we all just run, right? It's very simple. It's yep. just running. But um, you did mention about um, Toronto not being accessible when it comes to just, you know, try to um, run in this space, like within Toronto itself. I just want to get a sentiment or just like an opinion or something of the sort, what you see from outside looking in. Yeah. So like I said earlier, I had heard that, Somebody um, said that they they didn't fit into the Toronto running scene, yeah. but like for me, I think that you, you just can't be scared—not mm-hmm. scared per se, but like mm-hmm. you can't be scared to go fail mm-hmm. and not go out there. Um, you're gonna be able to f- like from the outside looking in. There's so many different running groups in Toronto mm-hmm. that you're gonna be able to fit in with somebody somewhere and. Mm-hmm. Like, even if, like, you don't fit in with everybody, you're going to find somebody in a crew somewhere that you fit in with. And yeah. It's true. I wonder if that's the opposite of what we talked about with Instagram. I wonder if people look on Instagram and they see, like, the crews and this is yeah. what's happening and everything's yeah. like, you and know. And and, the, and But then they feel like, oh, that's tight-knit. That's like you, yeah. can't, infil- yeah. you can't infiltrate that crew. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like if I show up, I'm going to be like, so out of place, place. you know yeah. but then you find out when you go to these when you run with any crew it, it doesn't any matter crew. any yeah, crew in toronto or gta soon as you you meet up with them there's always one two five people that yeah or another new connected. person yep. you're like when did you start running yeah oh, two months with with this crew two months yep. two months yep. ago oh yep. not two years ago yeah and then you start yeah. feeling like then you connect yeah. with people on an individual level and you yep. realize you look beyond the crew and each crew <laughs> There's so many crews in Toronto, but then yeah. you can look at the individuals that are part of the crew, and that's what mm-hmm. makes it, right? Yeah, and that was, like, when I came up for the Saucony and Culture event. Like, mm-hmm. I knew Jonathan and you, and mm-hmm. it was just, like, I didn't yeah. know anybody else really there, and, I, like, I fit in on a team with nobody I knew right away. Mm-hmm. And Just, like, yep, and it wasn't about speed or anything like that. We just wanted to get it done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and, and, none of it, and none of it's, like... Um, you know, we're defending what happens in the Toronto city and crew. We have our flaws wow. and how we, um, how warm we are, or how we actually accept people. You know, there are crews where nuances of like days when it's trained and paid for, and you may not know that off the bat. So you might just be having an uh, awkward conversation with someone. But, you know, the, the idea with no matter Toronto or anywhere else, you might be joining a crew where someone else beside you is new to that crew as well, too. So you might yeah. as well say, what's up? Um, so my advice uh, uh, to anyone that you've heard with that sentiment is to just try it out. Um, it doesn't have to be in Toronto, but just with crews in general. So it's like there's an etiquette, but you won't know the etiquette until you're in it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and each crew's got something different. One does Every speed crew. work one night, one does this, one does long. Like you don't know, but I mm. highly recommend reach out to them through Instagram, through Facebook. They want ask, that. You know, they want hey, that. I want to come out. Some of them are like don't come out this night because we're doing something. Sp- they whatever that. it is, but reach out, right? Yeah, and you never know. That. Connect, right? They yeah. want you know. I don't know any crew in Toronto would be like don't come out. So yeah. you know that's. I don't think so. so that was the, so that's, was, the name. that's the idea. <laughs> yeah, that's so, exactly right. So, so that's how you start, and that's how you. So yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's really good. And I, I imagine kind of out where you are, there aren't too many of them, right? No, um, there was a running room one here, and I'm not sure if it's going anymore. But mm-hmm. yeah, our crew has, I think, like a hundred people that have signed up for the year, and then there's oh, more man. people that show up, and they can just pay as they go. Mm-hmm. and uh yeah so there's this is the only really crew that i know like we have people travel like 45 minutes away because there's no wow. crew yeah wow. Wow. yeah which is pretty insane but yeah um, well, my advice to them is um just like so i find out with crews in general is it spins off so i join x crew here in toronto and you know, I'm more familiar with this other crew, and I may move where I live or something of a sort, you end up creating another crew somewhere else. So yep. what I'm trying to say is that even if that person has to drive 45 minutes, they might find a few people that run in their area, and it's an unnamed crew, but they then create that, that, that environment for themselves where they don't yep. have to manage. So it's, uh, you could start your own crew, and it doesn't conflict with running room. It's a different day. Maybe it's a different yep. time. But I, what, I, I actually but, did that last year when Lou That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Lou Lemon nice. came to town, and mm-hmm. I figured like our group kind of looks like like it's more experienced. So some people kind of are mm-hmm. scared to come out to that. So mm-hmm. I started one where with through Lou Lemon where we did it Wednesday nights, which is opposite That's of ours because awesome. they did Tuesday Thursdays, That's and awesome. it was just like I didn't care like if you could just not run, run. yeah, yeah like, just come out like that's, that's the awesome. way that you'll learn and grow. Yeah, and you enable people. That's so awesome. Yep. I love that. What was? Uh, did you give it through a name, or you just like Lululemon Runners kind of thing? Uh, we were the PTBO Run Club, and P-T-B-O. so like I, yeah. acronyms all, yeah, acronyms all like, around, right? Yeah, that's like the European Run Crews. Like, there's yeah, one right? that's similar to that. They're like, all oh, just letters and like, boom. Yeah. yeah, and you don't even know what's going on, and they have like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they have, they have shoes in their name and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love to see more of that. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, I would feature a different runner each week and, like... Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah I wonder if it's... Uh, what was the, what was the postal code up there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it Runners of the Peterborough? Like, what yeah. Are <laughs> runners of the 705. 705 is the right? Yeah, no, yeah. that's what it is. Hey, nothing's wrong with that. Go for it. And, I actually um, think there is a run club somewhere with the area code 705. I think it's in cool. Barrie. And, and mm. it's fine. It's fine. I think yeah. ultimately it's like, um, just as I said earlier, there's a lot of um, road for everyone. So everyone oh. could run and have the same vibe. And um, it, it doesn't matter if you're influenced by another crew. So whatever they do is not totally original. You know, no, yeah. kind of take uh, good sentiments from other crews to then pass on. Just like yeah, you profile I, people there. That just yeah, exactly. It's a good point. Yeah, I, yeah, I just really wanted to make a, like, make running feel inclusive around here. So. 100%. No one, yeah. Could yeah. no one could claim that. No one could claim that. They absolutely can. Um, so you've gone to your journey. Now you're enabling others and creating and forming uh, a community within that community. And that's, that's what it comes back to full circle. 
So yep. what Runners of Six, um, you know, the, the, the emphasize is getting your voice um, on our, our, our podcast, but just having a conversation that's like so much similar to everyone else's story. Um, but yours stand out that much more because your PBs are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but again, we're not going to talk about them. No. Yeah, yeah no, no, right. Yeah, no, no, no. It's we not that kind of podcast. It never happened. No oh, accolades man. on this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. Um, so, so what's next? What's next? Um, well, ultimately, the goal I want is to qualify for Boston because oh, yeah. that was never like in the cards when I first started running. And so like to be able to go sub three, especially as like, like on yeah. TikTok, people still say like I'm built yeah. for weightlifting. So to be able to do that would mm-hmm. show like you can do whatever that you put your mind to. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's ideally the goal, but like, for right now just have fun with it if pbs yeah. come along the way just I, I celebrate those but like just stay just, on the right wave like never get too high don't get too low and mm-hmm. I love that. celebrate every mile yes every mile. So i love that yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's called the longest stride so you take forever to yeah. get there but you yeah. get it done yeah. We didn't um, name it that because we talk a lot. We just no. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a there's a meaning there. Um, so uh, advice to new runners, like what would you tell someone that's just starting out? If you threw, yeah, obviously you did a, they've done a lot of reflection. I'm sure your um, your story changes as it progresses. But what would you tell a new runner right now? Um, you know, just like what, uh, especially that confidence that they want to gain to then get out to cruise and stuff like that. Just your one liner, what you feel like you should tell them. Um, I would just say don't get uh, too discouraged right away. Like it's like yeah. anything, it's going to be difficult at first. Like there's not too many people that are just like naturally inclined to do something on their first try. So don't give up. And the other one would be don't try to do too much at the start because that's also going to deter you from wanting to keep doing it. Because like if you that's haven't been point. haven't been used to doing that, you could over overuse injury or um kind of get fatigued right away which happened to me mm-hmm. and uh because i was just training as hard as i possibly could every single day wow. i had no idea wow. but um the last thing would be get proper shoes like that wow. i can't stress mm, how no. big that one is you, you get you get distracted by the gear now um, yeah yeah I, and what are your go-to shoes right now well, right now, I'm a big fan of the Endorphin line uh, from oh, Saucony. Yes, you don't yes, say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't bring you on here. We didn't bring you on here for that reason. But, <laughs> no. I, I owned it myself, too. They're pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. No, they are a super fast shoe. Um, yep. I like For me, I in, when COVID started, I ran 60 straight days and I've never been a run streak guy. So I wow. kind of overtrained. And mm-hmm. so I kind of got out of shape, but mm-hmm. I put on the endorphin pros for the first time and I was not feeling like myself. And from a month before, like when I was in great shape, I put on those shoes and I was like 326 for kilometer repeats. Mm-hmm. I was out of shape. I put these shoes on. I was 319 for kilometer oh, repeats. It was man. like, stop. Stop. Ridiculously fast. Stop. 
Yeah, it's like it sprung you along. Yeah, yeah. And, and obviously we, we mentioned that because there are some people that, um, you know, fancy the gear. They want to know what the next new thing is. They want to know yeah. how do you, you tweak your, your output. So um, I, I just need to get that in there. It wasn't necessarily just a drop. Um, any other kind of uh, gear that you, you, you can't do without? Um, uh, well, like during COVID, I definitely could not have survived without my uh, um, Aftershocks headphones. Those kept me mm. going for miles, um, listening to podcasts. and Because mm. like, I was not used to just running by myself every day because we would have, I think, three or four runs a week with people. Mm. So putting those on definitely felt like I was with somebody all the time. Um, probably just so, everyone, just so everyone knows we're not sponsored here, right? Like, no, yeah, uh, no, right. <laughs> but, hey, but, no, hey, you know, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, but there's no, there's no other headphones like Aftershock though. That's no. what it is. Yeah. No, so I, no. I think that's what it is. Like there, it, it, it does the bone thing, right? It, it yeah, doesn't necessarily. Yeah. Okay. The, the, bone, the bone thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if they want to, like, yeah, if they want to sponsor us, it's not a bad idea. Like, go for it. <laughs> we're on to a whole new podcast now yeah, yeah no, okay right. cool. no other other than that like i mean running i mean you can get by with just a pair of shoes and yeah t-shirt and shorts and that's all you really need and that's and, how and that's I what I, yeah and I, you know what and that's what it drays on to right because like you look back in the days you look at pictures of like new york city marathon 1975 mm-hmm. right and, mm-hmm. and these guys are like tennis shoes a, a cotton t-shirt yeah. Like uh, a tennis hat, and they're like yeah. cranking out like two hours and twenty minute marathons. And Still it's like, going, yeah. How, but today it's like, and this is like, I mean, we can get down a rabbit hole on like technology and all oh, that kind of stuff. Absolutely, but, yeah. But I think, I think the more the question is, if you were starting out, what are the things that you really, I mean, getting fitted for shoes, whatever that shoe is, yep, it's important. Yep. But is there anything else you feel like must have in order to kind of track your fitness and make sure that? Um, you know, you're, you're going in the right direction. Um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have a watch at the time, but mm-hmm. I can see the value of one now, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But you can, like, a lot of people that I've talked to lately, they just use their phone, and that, I mean... Yeah, there's a lot of that. I never get it. But, yeah. Um, not that it, it should uh, just toss money at the sport. Um, yep. But my thing with that is, uh, if you run with your phone in your hand, you kind of you're not balanced. And yeah, you're on to, off to you, one side. Exactly, you compensate. Nice. But I always try to give that advice because. But some people say I want to make sure I can take pictures, and then my phone does everything. But it's like put it on your body centered, not even a wrist yep. uh, armband or something like that. And that's what we're talking about gear now to kind of like give those little gems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's not that they had to commit to a full blown sport watch. You know, some people no. are using Fitbit now. Yeah, that's what I would. That's what I'd totally recommend. Yeah, nice. Start off there. Yeah. This is uh, uh, this has been great, man. This has been uh, a really great chat, and I think for anyone listening, for those that don't know you, they're, they're going to get a lot of good nuggets out of this. Um, yeah, that's no, it's been uh, it's been, it's been really a lot good. of fun. You. Yeah, yeah, you can drop drop in here and like I'll say Instagram account and stuff like that. Yeah, kind of we'll like drop it in the notes. Yeah. yeah, sure. We're not going to put any of his race times, but we're going to put the, no, uh, those the, times are made uh, up. They're made no, up. Time. Uh, yeah. It's their Instagram times. Yeah. So we'll put yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, the, the membership. I think he's got a membership to the Shred Shed that you can yeah. uh, sign up for. We'll put all that in the, in the notes. I know, right? notes. Yeah, I can allow ten people in here now. Shred, <laughs> shred, shred, yeah, yeah, Shred Shed's on ClassPass or what? Because I was trying yeah. to get this going. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's amazing. Brandon, awesome. thank you so much. It's been a real treat. Thanks for, for sharing your story and, and getting into it with us. Really appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, yeah, thanks so much, much guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I really appreciate you guys thinking of me, and this has been a lot of fun. It's yeah. easy, man. Cool. Yeah. Have a good one. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs>